Hi, friends and colleagues. It is Nikki from Full Voice Music. Today's podcast, podcast number 70, all about lip and tongue trills and how you can have some fun exploring these fun exercises with our Freebie Friday, Singing Spaceships. Welcome to the Full Voice Podcast, teaching strategies and resources for voice teachers working with young singers. Now here's your host, Nikki Loney. Welcome, friends. Thank you so much for joining me on another podcast. If you are new to the Full Voice Podcast, well, my name is Nikki Loney, and I am a voice teacher and a resource creator. I love creating fun activities for our young singers to help them explore their voices and uh, become really great musicians. Now, today's podcast is all about those fun and sometimes challenging uh, semi-occluded vocal tract exercises, as we know as lip and tongue trills. Some people call them bubbles, lip bubbles. Uh, But before I get into that, I just wanted to say hello to all my friends from around the world and for all of my colleagues who are in Canada and the northern U.S., uh, we are now experiencing a polar vortex, uh, palooza might be a better term. It is cold. Uh, here in Hamilton, it was uh, minus 27 and it was about minus 38 with the wind chill. Um, walking my son to school was absolutely painful. Uh, my cheeks were burning and I was bundled up to the, to the tees. Now I'm very fortunate. I did get to go to hot yoga today and sit in a room that was super warm, but it, it took me about half an hour for my body to actually warm up. But uh, it is cold and I hope wherever you are, if you are in Canada or if you are in the northern U.S., that you are warm and safe. And uh, I also happen to know uh, through my friend Glenn Lehman, who is in uh, Australia, that Australia has had a series of heat waves, some of the hottest temperatures, such extremes. Wherever you are, I hope you are either safe and warm or safe and cool. And um, it's quite it's quite that it's a drastic time of year. The other thing that I find with this time of the year in January is that my students come into the teaching studio and they are tired and they are grumpy. My high school students right now have just finished going through exams and uh, that always that always brings a stressful energy into my teaching studio. Um, I know my kids get really uh, stressed out. I have a whole bunch of students who are in grade nine, so they're new to the high school curriculum. So this is their first set of exams. So there has been a lot of stressed out, tired, cold people coming into my teaching studio. And one of the things that I do really try to do is make sure that my studio is a safe place, is a welcoming place, is a fun place, Um, not just for my students, but for parents. I want to give my students an opportunity to let go of all those stresses. As you know, as voice teachers, when someone comes to us tired and stressed out, well, it's really hard to to help them work on their voice. The, the vocal instrument does not like 
uh, and does not respond well when we are under stress and when we are stressed out and when we are tired. So um, a lot of the motivation for some of the resources that we make is really to uh, cheer everybody up and just have some fun exploring this amazing instrument, our voices. So that is uh, one of the reasons why um, I created the uh, the singing spaceships. I also self, well, here's a confession. I'm a big, well, anything's outer space geek. I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars. My husband is also a huge fan. Um, we enjoy those movies. We enjoy those series. And um, in uh, in uh, college, my roommate Chrissy and I would actually watch. We had a routine. Um, we could watch uh, Star Tre- Star Trek: The Next Generation. Um, we would watch that while eating dinner, and then we would go to rehearsal right after. So it was quite the routine in our house. So, longtime fan. The other reason why I liked the idea of the spaceships is I wanted to make sure that the activity was friendly for girls and boys. Um, that's not always possible, but. Uh, I think um, with the spaceship theme, you have uh, a better chance to engage the kiddos. So um, let's just talk for a second about lip and tongue trills. Uh, Lip and tongue trills are, mm, I, I would say, pretty much standard fare in most vocal studios. They have a lot of applications, a ton of applications. Now, in the teaching studio, we use vocal um, lip trills and tongue trills as just really fantastic vocal warm-ups. But they do have a restorative purpose. So, as many of you know, semi-occluded vocal tract exercises uh, kind of soften the contact between the vocal folds. And what happens is we balance the subglottal and the supraglottal pressure, and uh, we we encourage the instrument to work more efficiently. Now, if you would like some really deep into the sciency uh, information, all about uh, the more the more uh, speech therapy uses uh, that are out there, I found this wonderful article. And I have got uh, I've got a link to it on the podcast page, and it is an amalgamation of a lot of different articles about lip and tongue trills and their applications in more um, uh, um, I'm not going to say serious, but in more just ways than just a vocal warm up. Now, if you are a voice teacher who is looking to deepen and further your knowledge about this vocal instrument, uh, maybe the term semi-occluded vocal tract exercise might uh, be new to you, um, or you're just not exactly sure why they are so beneficial to the singer. Uh, I want to remind everybody about Podcast 64. Our good friend Shannon Coates was talking about her online course, The Vocal Instrument 101. I cannot recommend this, this course enough. I actually hired Shannon two years ago to come to Hamilton and do her presentation live. We had a packed 
house. We had private teachers, choral directors, singers. It was an amazing evening and it was intense. Now Shannon has uh, now made this available online. There's nothing more convenient than studying online. Uh, I also want to remind my podcast listeners that Shannon shared a very, very generous discount code for my listeners. So if if 2019 is a year where you are investing in your skills and diving into some new learning, I really highly recommend her course. So that is The Vocal Instrument, and that's our good friend Shannon. Please check out Podcast 64 if you haven't heard her talk all about it. She gives the outline of the course and her inspiration behind putting it together. Really, really fun uh, podcast. But I really want to focus on what we do in the voice studio with warm-ups and uh, especially with the kids. And then I also want to talk about just some fun ways fun, fun ways that you can engage with the, with your students and um, really get them to explore the different sounds that they can make with uh, these different types of exercises. So um, the one thing that I like about uh, lip and tongue trills is that I really get a great picture of how the student is or maybe is not, connecting to their breath. So lip and tongue trills are uh, require um, breath energy, consistent breath energy to keep the exercise going. They require a specific amount of breath energy to get that sound started. And it's very interesting when you're working with young singers. Some singers uh, find great ease in these exercises, but other little singers are still trying to figure out how much breath they need. Um, and uh, a lot of my young singers will actually overpressurize and really force the sound. And that's okay. That's, that's how they got to kind of figure things out. So for me, I really look at the breathing aspect and connecting to the breath and seeing where my singer is at. I also use these as a way to kind of calm my singers down. So when they come in and either they're stressed out or maybe they're a little uh, distracted, I, I find that lip and tongue trills are just such a great exercise just to kind of get them into the space and paying attention to what they're doing. Any kind of exercise where we can focus on our breath is always a great exercise in the teaching studio. Now, for those of you um, who um, have students, and I have many students, who are struggling with the tongue trill, I have lots of students that really struggle with that. Um, so I have a couple of tips about the instructions that you can give um, and uh, some of the reasons why your kiddos might be struggling. So one of the, one of the things that I do notice, if you have a singer that is very self-aware um, and maybe is a little embarrassed by making silly sounds, uh, lip and tongue trills can be a little, little upsetting for them. So, um, you really want to encourage them to try them. They're fun. You, as the teacher, you have to set the mood. You have to be the one to initiate the silly and to really explore the sound and demonstrate for them. Now, when it comes to tongue trills, um, there are students that really just don't know where to start with those. So the first thing that I do 
with the tongue trills is we play with our tongues in our mouths. And this is a this is a little exercise that I took from uh, one of my students who um, was a Feldenkrais practitioner. And I took some classes with her. And one of my favorite classes that we did was just taking the tongue and using the tongue like a paintbrush and running the tongue all around the roof of the mouth. And so you would draw a straight line from the front, so the back of the teeth, all the way to the back of of where the tongue could reach. I'm sitting here doing this and probably not a good thing while I'm talking, but, and then running the tongue from side to side and then, you know, painting little circles on the roof of the mouth. Now, of course, this is going to tickle and the kids will laugh and they'll, they'll make funny faces. But this is a really good exercise. The, the one thing that I like to do is take the tongue and try to touch my back molars at the top and then at the bottom. So you're really getting some movement with the tongue going with your students first. Then I I encourage them to just relax the tongue and then take the tip of the tongue and fold it up and place it on the roof of the mouth just behind the two front teeth. And then I get them to relax it. And then we go back to the, the same spot. So we curl the tongue up. So I'm getting them to touch a sp- spot behind their teeth, the roof of their mouth, and just touch that with their tongue. And we do that a few times. And then I ask them to hold that spot, maybe keep the tongue nice and loose, and then explore blowing some breath through that tongue. And at the first, they start to just make a th- sound and they might get frustrated. But I find that if you can get them to find the right type of pressure and you encourage them with more breath or with less breath, that many of my students will find that tongue trill. And then I encourage them to take that exercise home and explore and play. And I say, this is a great exercise to do, you know, when you're just about to go to bed and you're just kind of winding down. And I have really good success with that. So a little bit of tongue exploration and painting the roof of the mouth with the tongue. Um, You can even do things like getting them to stick the tongue out. What kid doesn't want to stick their tongue out? Uh, And those kind of, those kind of sounds are, are, are challenging at first, but with a little bit of exploring and encouragement, um, I find that uh, some students uh, do really well quite quickly and others, it may take them a while and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We do not need to make them feel bad if their tongues aren't working. Now, for those of you who have um, uh, downloaded the uh, Singing Spaceships, now for those of you who are new to our podcast, thefullvoice.com Every single month, we put out a free download. It's a fun activity, always exploring different types of singing or music reading um, activities. And this month, the Singing Spaceships was all about exploring lip and tongue trills. So 
There are several missions that we are encouraging our students to embark on. And the first one is um, there are uh, five little spaceships on the one side and each one has a line. So this is a combination of lip and tongue trills with what we call vocal expression lines. So using either a lip or a tongue trill, the student is going to sing or sorry, they're going to trill the engine sound of that spaceship following the line to their destination. And I encourage my singers to try different sounds for each one of those spaceships. Different spaceship will have a different sound. And your kids are crazy creative. They're going to come up with some really cool sounds. Mission number two is they get to draw their own destination path. So they get to choose whichever spaceship they want and they can draw a crazy line. They can go up, down, around, circles, whatever they want. And then again, they have to take their spaceship and follow that line. So again, we're using vocal expression lines. My students call them vocal roller coasters. Um, and we're using lip and tongue trills. I also encourage my students to sing on a vowel too. If they get a little worn out from the, from the lip and tongue trills, we can try other sounds as well. Lots of fun. And again, a really great creative way to explore uh, semi-occluded uh, vocal exercises and um, uh, also uh, following uh, lines and vocal expression lines, which are an introduction to reading music. Don't tell them that. So that is mission number two. Now, what I did with my small group class, and if you are a member of Voice Teachers for Young Singers, if you are in our Facebook group, you may have seen a video that I posted of me working with my uh, little vocal class. Uh, they call it Singing Club. And uh, the free download includes um, little graphics that you can either cut out and make into finger puppets. I didn't think of that. Jackie, thank you so much for that suggestion. Um, and you can... Um you can also put them onto a popsicle stick. Uh, there's lots of different ways that you can use the graphics. So I cut out the graphics, I put them onto popsicle sticks, and then I have my students pick two of the spaceships. And then we get them to explore different sound qualities for each of the different spaceships. So they have to come up with a different sound. Maybe they use a lip trill for one. Maybe they use a tongue trill for another. Maybe they explore different pitch. Uh, maybe they, uh, one of my students actually, <laughs> so brilliant. One of my students kind of did like a mesa de voce exercise. She explored uh, dynamics. So she started really, really softly and then she got very, very loud and then she, she faded away again. So brilliant. Uh, if anybody's wondering where I get all these ideas from, it's from the kids. The, I just watch them and I listen to them. And um, it was actually one of my teenagers when we were doing a warm up uh, using lip trills. Uh, she said, you know, these sounds like, these sound like spaceships. And that was kind of the light bulb moment. So I, I have to 
give credit where credit is due. I, I take the ideas from my kids. Anyhow, with my group class, everybody got an opportunity to make different sounds and to play with the different spaceships. And we had a lot of fun. So I hope that you'll get a chance to visit our website. It's on the free resources page. There are um, four pages to this download. So much fun. And I need to shout out to some wonderful teachers who downloaded these already and have been posting the fun that they are having uh, with... um, with their students. And I also want to shout out to um, Instagram at Kenya Keys. She did this wonderful little video with the um, with the, the singing spaceship. So I really love it when you guys share the success that you're having in your teaching studio. It just, it really makes me so happy. And I, I'm so inspired by what you're doing in your teaching studios. Thank you so much. If you are having fun with our freebies or any of our resources, um, just uh, tag me at the full voice and let me know what you're doing and now for the my music staff minute hey everyone melissa here and today we're chatting about the importance of exit interviews and surveys when losing a student or family nobody wants to lose customers but it's a reality of running a business and a great opportunity to review studio policies or best teacher practices here are a couple of ways you can conduct an exit interview send it out electronically create an online survey using something like SurveyMonkey and email it to your students Alternatively, give your families a survey in person to complete at the end of their last lesson. That way, they may be more likely to actually complete the survey and their experience is still fresh in their mind. Lastly, why not try a good old-fashioned face-to-face conversation? If you're the owner of the studio and have a good relationship with a particular family, have a chat with them on their last day and ask about their experience. So, what questions should you be asking? First and foremost, you want to find out why they're leaving and what could have prevented them from leaving. You also want to learn what they liked most about their experience and, more importantly, how they think their experience could have been improved. Ask them if they were treated with care, attention, and courteousness during their time at your studio. Ultimately, your goal here is to find out why families are leaving and to prevent that from happening in the future. Start your 30-day free trial of My Music Staff today at mymusicstaff.com. Stay tuned for next week's tips and tricks on the My Music Staff Minute, exclusively on the Full Voice Podcast. A big thank you to the staff and the wonderful team at My Music Staff for sharing their business tips. Thank you so much. Uh, Now, before I go, and I am keeping this a very short and sweet podcast because our recording studio is in the basement of our home. And when we record, we have to turn the furnace off and it's like minus 30 outside. It's starting to get cold. Uh, But before I go, I am very excited. Next week's show, our guest is the wonderful Dr. Tracy Ford. She's a voice teacher from Chicago. And uh, Tracy not only is excited about working with young singers and young voices, but she is very passionate about languages and she loves introducing new languages to her singers. She has fantastic strategies for introducing that first new language song. She also demonstrates how she helps uh, singers with new vowel sounds, blended vowels, rolled and flipped R's. She even has specific 
exercises that she does with her students when they're getting started. So many teacher takeaways. Tracy and I had a fun conversation. I'm thrilled that she could join me on the podcast. That is next week's show. Ah, now... Uh, as always, thank you so much. Thank you to the kind people at My Music Staff for sharing their tips. Uh, thank you for all the teachers out there who are sharing their wonderful adventures with their students. Thank you for tagging me. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe because that way you will never miss an episode. Please tell your friends always leave a review and a rating. And uh, we really appreciate that. And it helps more people discover our podcast. As always, I am wishing you inspired teaching and happy singing. Thank you for listening to the Full Voice Podcast. For more information and teacher resources, please visit our website at thefullvoice.com. Be my canoe music. Canoe music.ca